There are various groups of treatments available. Um, I think you'll understand if I say that the first treatment, in a way, is simply to speak with the patient, or even to listen to the patient, and help them to understand what the problem is. Because very often, just an understanding of the problem makes the patient feel much better, and that the pain is much less of a problem for them. It falls into place. The second line of treatments uh, are probably the medicines and, and drugs that we give. Sometimes they're conventional painkillers, such as paracetamol or morphine. Often they're special painkillers that are used for nerve pain, because pain arising within a nerve or the nervous system itself often does not respond to ordinary painkillers, even the strong ones, and so we use special nerve pain medicines. Sometimes we inject local anaesthetic and steroid or other substances around nerves to try and reduce the inflammation in the, in the nerve and therefore reduce the pain. Sometimes we inject steroids into painful joints, for example. Sometimes we can reduce pain by getting the body to work better, particularly the mus musculoskeletal system. If we can get the muscles healthier, they're often far less painful and they can support other structures such as the spinal column much better and so there's less pain in the spinal column. Some people's pains have quite an emotional component to them as well. Maybe somebody who's very depressed will feel their pain more acutely than normal. And so we may prescribe antidepressant medications or we may suggest that the patient see one of our clinical psychologists to work on the feelings associated with the pain. And we were talking about how it was a pinched nerve, wasn't it? That's correct. These are yes. the nerves that yes. come out of your lumbar spine and go down your leg. And your nerve is being nipped in the spine mm -hmm. because this joint here has got arthritis in it. Yes. And it's, it's grown too big. Yes. So it's been nipping this nerve, yeah? Yes. So although the pain is felt down the leg, the problem is in the back, isn't it? Yes. So if we can get it 60 or 70 percent better, then that will be. I'll be very grateful for it. that. Yeah. I will. Good. <laughs> Let's do it. Right. Screening, please. Thank you. That's it. And some local anaesthetic now going into the skin. It'll sting and then it'll go numb. I'm just going to pop this little thin needle down towards where the nerve is sore. Inserting a needle close to someone's spine is obviously a delicate task. Fortunately, as well as years of experience to draw on, Dr. Ordman can also take x-ray pictures, which show him exactly where the needle is, and also what happens when he injects first a dye and then the steroid itself. So Helen, what I've done is I've put the needle just beside the spine, so it's just next to where that little nerve comes out of the spine. So we're getting as close as possible as we can to the nerve. That's pretty good. You can probably see the silhouette of the needle just next to that clear area, which is the hole where the nerve comes through. You can't see the nerve itself, but you can see where it comes through. What I'm going to do now is put some contrast medium down the needle 
so it'll show up on the x-ray screen and we can see where the drug is going. Helen, I'm just going to put the contrast medium down the needle and again you might just feel some pressure on the nerve as it goes in. Okay, that's good. And shot please. Well that's very exciting because we can see on the screen that the drug has zoomed along the nerve into the spine, into the inside of the spine. What, what we can see here, now that I've put the needle next to the nerve as it comes out of the spine, and I've put some contrast medium down the needle, and it shows up dark on the x-ray pictures. And last time we did this, which was about two weeks ago, the dye really didn't want to flow alongside the nerve into the spine because there simply wasn't room there. There was far too much inflammation. But as we've heard from uh, Our Lady, there's much less squeeze on the nerve now. It's much less painful. And this is very nicely illustrated by the fact there's lots of room around the nerve now for the contrast medium to flow alongside it. Thank you. I'm going to put the steroid injection down next to the nerve now. So we'll see if it gives you a feeling of pressure as I do it. You did feel that? Where did you feel it? It was in the same sort of place as some of your pain. Okay, that's good. And if we have another shot now, please. In fact, you can see that the drug, the steroid, has pushed the contrast medium out of the way. So now we can be pretty confident that the steroid is now sitting around the nerve, which is where we want it to be. So that's good. We've done what we wanted to do. Let's look at what you've just seen but in terms of the familiar neurons and the connections between them. Suppose that a nerve gets squeezed at a point near to the spinal cord. The site is indicated by the black arrow. At the site of damage, a high frequency of action potentials is initiated in the axons of nociceptive neurons, as shown by the one here. Extreme pain is felt. Suppose now that an anti-inflammatory injection is given, as indicated by the green arrow, and the pressure on the nerve is reduced. A lower frequency of action potentials is the result, with a corresponding reduction in pain. Well, the procedure which we carried out today was aimed to help a lady who had pain caused by the fact that one of her nerves was being pinched by some bone, some new bone that had grown in her spine um, as a result of the changes of increasing age. This lady had pain experienced all the way down her leg as far as her ankle. And again, that's difficult for the patient to understand. How come I have pain in my leg when the problem's in my back? What we did with x-ray screening to help me see what I was doing was lie the lady on her tummy and then I passed a fine needle through the skin and muscles so that it lay very close to where the nerve comes out of the spine where it's being pinched by the bone and having made sure that the needle was in the right place 
I injected a dose of steroid mixed with local anaesthetic next to the nerve. And over the next few days, this is going to settle the inflammation in the nerve caused by the fact that it's rubbing against bone. And by reducing inflammation, we're going to reduce the uh, irritability of the nerve and hence the number of nociceptive signals arising within the nerve itself. If the problem is a new one, if the inflammation of the nerve is fairly recent, then there's a good chance of stopping the pain, perhaps forever. That's a cure, I guess. But in the chronic pain clinic, we can't always do cures. And very often, uh, an injection such as the one we saw today may only last for a few months, or even less, and have to be repeated. But even a 50% reduction in pain is of great advantage to the patient. Uh, it can re reduce a pain from screaming pitch to just about falling into the background. Um, and if we have to do the procedure two or three times a year, I would argue that that's fine. Um, sometimes we simply cannot help in this way, and we have to use long-term medications or other techniques. Shall I continue taking the tablets? Now, is this gabapentin? Is gabapentin, that one? Yeah. something. I don't know if I could show you this. Right. And one prescription is that, and yes. one is that, so okay. I'm a bit confused. Well, they're, they're, they're the same medicine, but they're slightly different forms. No, I know one is 100 gram and one yeah. is 50. Okay. Of the various drugs that can be used in pain relief, there's a useful group known as the tricyclics. Well, the tricyclics are a particularly interesting group of drugs that we use principally for nerve pain. Um, originally, they were developed for treating depression, but more recently, they've been used much more for treating nerve pain, and they work in three or four distinctive ways, all of which are useful. Firstly, in the periphery, in the peripheral nerves, they can block abnormal sodium channels on damaged nerve cells, thereby calming them down. Secondly, in the spinal cord, they play a different role where they tend to block the, trans uh, the transmission of nociceptive signals from the peripheral nerve into the nerves of the spinal cord thereby reducing the transmission of nociceptive signals up to the brain. The tricyclics are also antidepressants, so they tend to treat the depression which almost always goes with long-term pain.